Exodus 19.16 through Exodus 21.21. So it came about on the third day, when it was morning, that there were thunder and lightning flashes, and a thick cloud over the mountain, and a very loud trumpet sound, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out to the camp to meet God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire. And its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the entire mountain quaked violently. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him with thunder. Then the Lord came down on Mount Sinai, to the top of the mountain. And the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Go down, warn the people, so that they do not break through themselves, or else the Lord will break out against them. And Moses said to the Lord, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, Set boundaries around the mountain and consecrate it. Then the Lord said to him, Go down and come up again, you and Aaron with you, but do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord or he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Then God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the water underneath earth. You shall not worship them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, inflicting the punishment of the fathers on the children, on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing favor to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. For six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male slave or your female slave or your cattle or your resident who stays with you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything that is in them, and he rested on the seventh day. For that reason, the Lord blessed the Sabbath and made it holy. Honor your father and mother, so that your days may be prolonged on the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male slave or his female slave, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And all the people were watching and hearing the thunder and the lightning flashes, and the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, Speak to us yourself, and we will listen. But do not have God speak to us, or we will die. However, Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you, 
and in order that the fear of him may remain within you, so that you will not sin. So the people stood at a distance, while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, This is what you shall say to the sons of Israel. You yourselves have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. You shall not make other gods besides me. Gods of silver or gods of gold you shall not make for yourselves. You shall make an altar of earth for me, and you shall sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your oxen. In every place where I cause my name to be remembered, I will come and bless you. And if you make an altar of stone for me, you shall not build it of cut stones, for if you wield your chisel on it, you will profane it. And you shall not go up by steps to my altar, so that your nakedness will not be exposed on it. Now these are the ordinances which you are to set before them. If you buy a Hebrew slave, he shall serve for six years, but on the seventh year he shall leave as a free man without a payment to you. If he comes alone, he shall leave alone. If he is the husband of a wife, then his wife shall leave with him. If his master gives him a wife, and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall belong to her master, and he shall leave alone. But if the slave plainly says, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not leave as a free man, then his master shall bring him to God. Then he shall bring him to the door or the doorpost, and his master shall pierce his ear with an awl, and he shall serve him permanently. Now if a man sells his daughter as a female slave, she is not to go free as the male slaves do. If she is displeasing in the eyes of her master, who designated her for himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He does not have authority to sell her to a foreign people, because of his unfairness to her. And if he designates her for his son, he shall deal with her according to the customs of daughters. If he takes to himself another woman, he may not reduce her food, her clothing, or her conjugal rights. But if he will not do these things for her, then she shall go free for nothing, without payment of money. He who strikes someone so that he dies shall certainly be put to death. Yet if he did not lie in wait for him, but God caused him to fall into his hand, then I will appoint you a place to which he may flee. If, however, someone is enraged against his neighbor, so as to kill him in a cunning way, you are to take him even from my altar, to be put to death. And one who strikes his father or his mother shall certainly be put to death. Now one who kidnaps someone, whether he sells him or he is found in his possession, shall certainly be put to death. And one who curses his father or his mother shall certainly be put to death. Now, if people have a quarrel, and one strikes the other with a stone or with a fist, and he does not die, but is confined to a bed, if he gets up and walks around outside on his staff, then he who struck him shall go unpunished. He shall only pay for his loss of time, and shall pay for his care until he is completely healed. And if someone strikes his male or female slave, with a rod and the slave dies at his hand, he shall be punished. If, however, the slave survives a day or two, no vengeance shall be taken, 
for the slave is his property. Mark 7 The Pharisees and some of the scribes gathered to him after they came from Jerusalem, and saw that some of his disciples were eating their bread with unholy hands, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all other Jews do not eat unless they carefully wash their hands, thereby holding firmly the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they completely cleanse themselves. And there are many other things which they have received as traditions to firmly hold, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and copper pots. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk in accordance with the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with unholy hands? But he said to them, Rightly did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me, and in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Neglecting the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. He was also saying to them, You are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother. And the one who speaks evil of his father and mother is certainly to be put to death. But you say, If a person says to his father or his mother, Whatever I have that would help you is Corban, that is, given to God. You no longer allow him to do anything for his father or his mother, thereby invalidating the word of God by your tradition which you have handed down. And you do many things such as that. After he called the crowd to him again, he began saying to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside of the person which can defile him if it goes in him. But the things which come out of the person are what defile the person. And when he later entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, Are you so lacking in understanding as well? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the person from outside cannot defile him, because it does not go into his heart, but into his stomach, and is eliminated? Thereby he declared all foods clean. And he was saying, That which comes out of the person, that is what defiles the person. For from within, out of the hearts of the people, come the evil thoughts, acts of sexual immorality, thefts, murders, acts of adultery, deeds of greed, wickedness, deceit, indecent behavior, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the person. Now Jesus got up and went from there to the region of Tyre. And when he had entered a house, he wanted no one to know about it, and yet he could not escape notice. But after hearing him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician descent, and she repeatedly asked him to cast the demon out of her daughter, and he was saying to her, Let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord. 
but even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. And he said to her, Because of this answer, go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And after going back to her home, she found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. Again he left the region of Tyre, and came through to Sidon, to the Sea of Galilee, within the region of Decapolis. And they brought to him one who was deaf and had difficulty speaking. And they begged him to lay his hand on him. And Jesus took him aside from the crowd, by himself, and he put his fingers in his ears. And after spitting, he touched his tongue with the saliva. And looking up to heaven with a deep sigh, he said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened and the impedent of his tongue was removed, and he began speaking plainly, and he gave them orders not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them, the more widely they continued to proclaim it, and they were utterly astonished, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even those who are deaf hear, and those who are unable to talk speak. Acts 28 When they had been brought safely through, then we found out that the island was called Malta. The natives showed us extraordinary kindness, for they kindled a fire and took us all in because of the rain that had started and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat, and it fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they began saying to one another, Undoubtedly this man is a murderer, and though he has been saved from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. However, Paul shook the creature off into the fire and suffered no harm. Now they were expecting that he was going to swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they had waited a long time and had seen nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. Now in the neighboring parts of that place were lands belonging to the leading men of the island, named Publius, who welcomed us and entertained us warmly for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius was lying in a bed, afflicted with a recurring fever and dysentery. When Paul went to see him, and after he prayed, he laid his hands on him and healed him. After this happened, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases were coming to him and being cured. They also showed us many honors, and when we were about to set sail, they supplied us with everything we needed. After three months, we set sail on an Alexandrian ship, which had wintered at the island, and which had the twin brothers for its figurehead. After we put in at Syracuse, we stayed there for three days. From there we sailed around and arrived in Regium, and a day later a south wind came up, and on the second day we came in to Puteoli. There we found some brothers and sisters, and were invited to stay with them for seven days, and that is how we came to Rome. From there the brothers and sisters, when they heard about us, came as far as the market of Apius and the three inns to meet us, but when Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. When we entered Rome, Paul was allowed to stay by himself with the soldier who was guarding him, 
After three days, Paul called together those who were the leading men of the Jews, and when they came together, he began saying to them, Brothers, though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was handed over to the Romans as a prisoner from Jerusalem. And when they had examined me, they were willing to release me because there were no grounds for putting me to death. But when the Jews objected, I was forced to appeal to Caesar, not that I had any accusation against my nation. For this reason, therefore, I requested to see you and to speak with you, since I am wearing this chain for the sake of the hope of Israel. They said to him, We have neither received letters from Judea concerning you, nor has any of the brothers come here and reported or spoken anything bad about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are, for regarding this sect, it is known to us that it is spoken against everywhere. When they had set a day for Paul, people came to him at his lodging in large numbers, and he was explaining to them by solemnly testifying about the kingdom of God and trying to persuade them concerning Jesus, from both the law of Moses and from the prophets, from morning until evening. Some were being persuaded by the things said by Paul, but others would not believe. And when they disagreed with one another, they began leaving after Paul said one parting statement. The Holy Spirit rightly spoke through Isaiah the prophet to your fathers, saying, Go to this people and say, You will keep on hearing and will not understand, and you will keep on seeing and will not perceive. For the hearts of this people have become insensitive, and with their ears they hardly hear, and they have closed their eyes, otherwise they might see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and return, and I would heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will also listen. Now Paul stayed two full years in his own rented lodging, and welcomed all who came to him, preaching the kingdom of God, and teaching things about the Lord Jesus with all openness, unhindered. Proverbs 13, 9-16 The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked goes out. Through overconfidence comes nothing but strife, but wisdom is with those who receive counsel. Wealth obtained from nothing dwindles, but one who gathers by labor increases it. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. One who despises the word will do badly, but one who fears the commandment will be rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, to turn aside from the snares of death. Good understanding produces favor, but the way of the treacherous is their own disaster. Every prudent person acts with knowledge, but a fool displays foolishness. Psalm 28 To you, Lord, I call. My rock, do not be deaf to me. For if you are silent to me, I will become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the sound of my pleadings when I cry to you for help. 
when I raise my hands toward your holy sanctuary. Do not drag me away with the wicked, and with those who practice injustice, who speak peace with their neighbors, while evil is in their hearts. Give back to them according to their work, and according to the evil of their practices. Give back to them according to the work of their hands. Repay them what is due to them, because they do not regard the works of the Lord, nor the deeds of his hands. He will tear them down and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the sound of my pleading. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart triumphs, and with my song I shall thank him. The Lord is their strength, and he is a refuge of salvation to his anointed. Save your people, and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd also, and carry them forever.